Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. As another week comes to its inevitable conclusion, so begins another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Later on, we're going to dig into Gundam F91 a little bit. Before all of that, here's the news. Yeah, man. Got some news. So start off with a little uh, video game news. A little something new. Um, so September 8th, the Final Fantasy IV Pixel Remaster game is going to launch. So it's going to be on PC and mobile devices. I'm sure it'll be on every damn thing they could possibly <laughs> put it on yep. within the next six months. But... Uh, Final Fantasy IV is not the first one I played, but it was two over here in the U.S. for you old SNES nerds. Um, but it's one I've played a couple times. Really good game. So, you know, it's going to be out on Steam. Check it out, man. It's really good. And it looks like they're doing one through six. So, Oh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. You, you know, check them all out. You know, they're all... Yeah, some are better than others. I wasn't a huge fan <laughs> yeah. of... I wasn't a fan of the first three so much, but hey. Whatever. Anyway, September 8th. Fourth one's out. One of the better ones. I'd probably call it the second best behind six. I know that's heresy because everyone all, always loves seven, but they can get bent. Anyway, <laughs> I like seven too. It's don't, subjective. Don't hate me. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, got some news on some more. Well, I'll call it anime. It's more CG, so it's hard to say. Um, and it's based on tokusatsu. But Ultraman Season 2 premiering on Netflix next spring. Oh, yeah. Do we ever even finish the first one? I have not finished it yet. I really do want to go back and finish it because yeah. it, it was entertaining. I liked it. I don't it. even remember why we stopped watching it. But. I mean, the you know, it's it's CG, so it's a little janky, but I liked it. It was good. It was good. I'll watch any of the Ultraman, whether I'm supposed to or not. Um, all right. So more news on uh, anime releases. So Gundam Reconquista in G... The movies have been coming out, and so far it's been not much new material, just a rehash of the series. Uh, but now the fourth film is going to come out, and it's allegedly about half new material. Um, There's so, a fifth one, too. Yeah, which theoretically would be a lot more than just... Uh, I would figure if that half the fourth one's new material, then most of the fifth one should be new material. Yeah, so we'll see. When I get around to watching the last two or three episodes of it. <laughs> I heard series, the ending's different, too. Yeah, I'll, you know, I can then watch this and compare. I mean, I've I've liked this. I li I know I like the series a hell of a lot more than you like the series. Oh, it's just so to me now. But uh, I thought it really got better when they really got out into space. But we're not going to do. We'll do Wrecking Geist and G at some point because it's just an interesting thing to talk about. Plus, it's technically UC, so we kind of have to talk about it. It's true. Um, even though it's it's not in the UC, it's after the UC. Whatever. Tomino likes to do very late late UC Gundam. Like Victory Gundam wasn't enough for him. He really had to keep jumping ahead. Man, after victory, why would you keep going? <laughs> I don't know. We got way... That future doesn't seem like it's going to get any better anytime soon. Yeah, it's kind of the point is it kind of just keeps going to shit. Um, and then it has to all rebirth. And then it all ends in freaking... Uh... Cannibalism? No. Moonlight Butterfly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And freaking uh, Turn A. Yep. Um, and I don't know, all the other... Whenever the hell they jam in all those other series in the middle because somehow they're all in the same universe. Thanks, uh, Tamino. Oh, sorry. Spoilers for Turn A if you haven't watched it yet. Whatever. Um, I don't know. The, the number of people have actually watched this pretty low, even though I think it's really good. All right. More news, stuff that, stuff to watch for you. So Amazon Prime Video is going to release a couple Hideaki Anno documentaries uh, with English subtitles. So, you know, if you're interested in how the hell you can run out of budget and make your last episode on, you know, <laughs> photocopiers with construction paper and crayons. It's only egregious because he did it twice. <laughs> don't, don't get me going. I'm a, like the the cope of people who are like, no man, the last episode of Gunbuster, it's all it's artistic choices, man. Like, no man, they had no money. There's no damn color, which you could maybe argue that's an artistic choice. But when you have like, again. Literal like comic book panels, manga panels in this case, instead of animation of Gunbuster doing really cool shit, you ran out of money. You That's can, what you did. Like you can argue about it, but like he's freely admitted it. Yeah. <laughs> On that and fucking Evangelion. So Gunbuster. So that's that's my one thing that like unlike in the US, 
where remakes are terrible and the worst thing ever, and especially now you don't want them. For Japanese stuff, knock yourself out. Uh, Gunbuster, I would love a remake, and even though it's kind of I know it's a little heretical. The first four or five episodes are great. It's just no, 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 no. Don't remake one. the whole thing. I would love them to just like Evangelion style, just do like the last episode again. And like, fill yeah, it out. Well, well, make a movie of the last You mean like episode. end of Evangelion, not the new ones? Because the new ones just redid everything from the start. No, no, I mean like end of Evangelion style. Yeah. Because like the rest just... of it is money. Like you don't need to redo anything. Animation's It'd be great. Hard. Everything's great. Like, the hard part would be, you know, you couldn't match animation styles anymore. Yeah, it's just too different now. Like with end of Evangelion, it was close enough. It didn't, it wasn't really jarring. You up a bunch of old people. That'd be awesome if they did though. Oh, if they, they could like, somehow do it, that would be fantastic. I but mean, they could draw it. You don't want it to turn into freaking Zeta New Translation. Oh, God, that was Where awful. the animation looks great, but it's so jarring. And then they apply like a the Some worst weird... grain filter over yeah, it. Yeah, that... and it just looks like shit. I'm, it yeah. might look okay on not. Like my, that not TV 4K, is, maybe. Yeah, it's like it makes everything look but, bad that's like old. But I mean, it cut out the best scene, man. Char never showed up to laugh at anybody. I know. Such a bummer. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if Char's not laughing at you, what are you even doing? All right. So, continuing on in, in Anno and Ava News, um, the final Evangelion film sets a one-day streaming record in Japan. So, not a shock at all. That's what happens when you've been waiting like 10 years or something. Right. And it's, it's Ava. It's huge. And I know it did really well over here, too. So, no, no shock there. Um, we're going to talk about those movies in a little retrospective here in a bit. So I won't say too much about it, but uh, yeah, I mean, they were enjoyable, and there's actually an ending, so we'll, we'll get into it later. That's all I ever wanted. Yeah. Uh, more cool shit for you to watch. Uh, Ghost in the Shell is getting an IMAX release uh, in the U.S. and in Japan. Oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so um, September 17th, it looks like. And then maybe some regular theater screenings starting October 1st. Um, you know, that may only be in Japan. We'll see. Tentatively. Um, I'm stoked just to get a 4K disc of it, to tell you the truth. But Honestly, I'd love to see it on IMAX. Yeah, I'd kind of like to. I'd be happy just to see it in the theater. Uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd definitely be buying it either way. Ghost of the Shell is not my favorite movie. Uh, so iconic, though. But it's exactly it's so and it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. It's such a pretty movie. Um, you know, it's got it's got a little too much uh, Mamoroshi going on for my liking, and not the the first one's fine. Not the Pat Labor Mamoroshi that get, I love. He only goes wild in the second one. Oh, the second one is just not. I'm not a fan at all of the second movie. Not like so. the, I would rather watch Standalone Complex again, and I have issues with Standalone Complex. Yeah, like the whole middle of it um, was boring as shit. Yeah, and some of the changes they made, I was not a huge fan of. Um, I gotta watch Second Gig again one of these days because some of that was a lot better. I thought. Is that uh, the prequel? Which is no, it's heretical. No, that was the second season of Standalone Complex. I liked the prequel, like those. Oh, the they yeah, did. those movie Arise. Arise, yeah. Arise. I don't know. I enjoyed that. It was cool. Yeah, I liked those too. I thought those were pretty good. They explained a lot of cool stuff that I want answers for. I like ninety-eight percent of Ghost in the Shell. It's just. There's that 2% of, like, Oshi that creeps in there, even though it's not his original property. Well, it gets a little too up in. its own ass sometimes. Like, the manga never does, but, like, the... Man, the manga's got, like, all the crazy bullshit. It's all about hot robots, because... Exactly, hot know, robot action. But That's um, how Masamune rolls. Yeah, you know. Oshi just gets a little, I don't know, stuffy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Again, if it's not Pat Labor, Oshi is like, eh... You know, I love Jinro, too, but it's I don't know if I can completely trust him. He's a little too serious. <sighs> Jinro's so fun. good, but goddamn, is it slow. Oh, it's so slow. It's Jinro, all worth it for that last Jinro couple scenes. Jinro might but... be the most Oshi thing ever. Yep. I feel like it is. Just like that style. Just like... L- let's not speak of any of the live action ones. Oh, yeah, I remember them being really bad. Yeah, not a fan. Um, all right, so... Somewhat related news. Gainax-related news. So there was a fan uh, restoration going on for Daikon 3, which is, you know, one of those forgotten classics, right? Hell yeah. Um, but they stopped because apparently Gainax is doing their own. So Oh, my God. Sounds like we will get one in the future. I want it so bad. So that would be cool. You know, you get some blatant Star Trek ripoffs and whatever else you want. Should be good. 
Uh, all right, so in some uh, sadder news, a uh, couple couple big deaths in the anime and uh, even live action uh, cinema. So we got the uh, Fist of the North Stars, uh, Masami Suda no. passed away. So he did uh, animation and character designs. Uh, he was 77, so, you know, no spring chicken. And this one isn't either. Sonny Chiba. No shit, really? Yeah, Sonny oh, Chiba man. died. Such a bummer. Sonny Chiba, man. Street Fighter films. Fucking legend. Gogo 13. The oh, What the hell was that one? The ridiculous, The Executioners. Yes, the ridiculous slapstick one. Now, Executioners 1 was mad serious. Yes. Executioners 2 went from serious three stooges. to like Three Stooges. <laughs> I have so no good. idea why, but it was like, it was kind of a fun surprise. So good, but yeah. Um, allegedly, the Koof got him at 82. Wasn't he also Hattori Hanzo? Oh, in, uh, in yes. Kill in Kill Bill. In Kill Bill, yes. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah, man. It's freaking Sonny Chiba, man. Sonny Chiba is, Sonny Chiba is fucking legendary. Yep. Love it's that guy. Man. Oh, Tokyo Drift. Totally forgot he was in that, too. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, he was kind of in everything. He was like the quintessential Japanese like guy that they put in everything, like. He oh, re- yeah. He represented. Well, that guy. Well, moving on from the sad news, there's some uh, more shit for you to buy. Uh, Loop of the Third, they're going to release money. They're gonna release a uh, coffee table book with all sorts of cool retrospective stuff in it. Oh, I fucking love art books. Art man. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so definitely into that. I mean, that's pretty cool. Go with that. Uh, what the hell's the one I bought? The Amano one, Coffin. Mm. Yeah, that with all the... Nice too. All the uh, Vampire Hunter D art. Very cool. That was the thing I miss about conventions the most. I used to love to just troll booths for fun oh, yeah. books. I got like well, stacks of them. Maybe Anime Matsuri next year because it seems like every other convention is just going to disappear up its own ass. I want to go someplace warm in the winter. That's all I ask. That would be nice. Unfortunately, Anime Matsuri is not in the winter. But <laughs> you can go somewhere, somewhere really warm in the summer. Don't have a fucking convention in Texas in the summer. What are you retarded? Yeah, man. I don't know why they move it. They should move it, but it is what it is. Uh, the other thing coming out, too, Lupin-related, is a... That ridiculous um, CG movie. No, that's a whole... Well, yes, but that's a whole different thing. Not talking about that. Uh, an RPG, apparently. Tabletop. <laughs> That West sounds, End Games style. That sounds amazing. So they did the old Star Wars rules for people that are old. Um, <laughs> yep. The old D6 Star Wars system. So that's that's cool. Um, I want to get up to capers. I want to come at crimes. I don't... I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't just use Savage Worlds to do anything that you'd want to do with Lupin because it's the exact system for that, personally. But hey. Yeah, kind of is. And it's not like I need anything so unique from Lupin that I would have to... Whatever. You know what I'm saying. You know what I Lupin mean. is not a RPG kind of property to me. Not really. Um, I mean, it's just committing crimes. And yeah. Senegata, like. But hey, you know, it's cool that they're releasing it. So why not? Why not? Have some fun with it, right? Um, I didn't know there was still some ability to get the D6 rule set. With some fixes, it's actually not a bad kind of universal rule set. So nah, it's pretty good. Have to see if there is one out there, to tell you the truth. Do some Googling. Google it. Not that... I use Google anymore. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Same idea. Uh, it's a ubiquitous term now. Yeah, it is, unfortunately. They'll probably start charging us every time we use it. <laughs> they can hear you doing it. And lastly, it is also Lupin related. Isakai's gone too far, man. It's gone way too fucking far. I didn't think it could go any farther. They're doing a Lupin the Third Isakai manga. I don't get it. Neighbor world princess, sir. Does he go to another world? Or someone goes to another world that's Lupin? I I don't know. I kind of want to go to Lupin world. I mean, it it does, but yeah, where it's perpetually the 70s. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't. (laughs) Where every woman you meet has a fucking, has a boxing glove on a spring in between her legs. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I never changed Lupin. Ever. Look, I'm really glad we're getting, uh, what's it got? part six now. Part yeah, six I, know, I never thought we'd that. see so much more Lupin. God, those last few series they've done have been really fucking I liked good, them. though. I liked them a lot. Super Especially part five. Yeah. That was really good. I keep not expecting much out of them, too, because I'm just... Eh, I love part five Lupin. for like the 
they'd give you random episodes that were back through time. And you could try to figure out which era they were from by the color of the jacket. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, here's a red jacket episode. Here's a pink jacket episode. Fucking 80s. 80s style, right? Here's a green jacket episode. Like, nice. Love it. And then the new, new stuff's all blue jacket. So anyway, Isekai's gone too far. If you're really down that Isekai rabbit hole, hey, maybe they'll bring it over here. Maybe you read Japanese already and you can uh, maybe somebody check it out. We'll scan it and translate it. I'm sure someone will. I'm sure that those people may be related to Satan. It's not that bad. Uh, it's only a crime if they don't release it. <laughs> hey, it's not the scan translation that's the the evil part. I'm talking about scanning, translating, freaking uh, loop and isekai. That's the crime against humanity. It's true. Maybe it's, it's subject matter. You don't know. Maybe it's the best thing you've well, ever. This is read. the manga industry ain't having issues right now. Nope, I don't think all. a couple scanlations are hurting them. They're keeping it tight. Don't tell that to the American comic book industry. They'll deny it up and down. No, nah, man, they're just riding on them. Look at our fucking sales are up. <laughs> <laughs> like, your sales are in the toilet, and freaking Demon Slayer outsold your entire industry with like one volume. So, didn't Word that off. movie make like Mugen Train? Oh yeah, didn't make like a billion dollars worldwide or something. I don't know if it was that much, but it made. I read it was like closing in on that. It made a lot of money. A lot of fucking money. I don't know if it was a billion dollars. It might have been a billion yen. Um, maybe it was a billion dollars. I don't know. It made a lot of damn money. It's all that matters. Demon Slayer in general makes all the money. Impressive. It's good. I like it. I don't know why the hell it popped off as hard as it did, because it's. I don't know. I don't know why. I like it. It's I, just that classic trope that's been done a million yeah. times, except it's got a new spin on it, and it's really good. It's really well executed. Yeah. It's all about the execution, really. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to complain because I like when good things do well. Anyway, that's all I got for the news no. for today. So uh, how about we talk about uh, Evangelion? Thing. Oh, God, so cathartic. You know how long? When was the first time you watched Evangelion? <sighs> the series? God, didn't it come out like 90... I think the original series was 96. And yeah, I think it was like 96. Over here, it was probably 97, 98. Yeah, when I, I first think the first time it. I watched it was like around 98. Yeah, that sounds about right. 99, around there. Because I don't think I... It was, I don't think I watched it on TV. I don't remember how I watched it. I remember how I watched it. I remember I bought the box set. Like the DVDs I still have yeah. today. And I watched it. So, And I was like, man, this is great. Until I got to the end. I was like, what the fuck? What the hell happened? Oh, th- there are very few series that start off so hot and then kind of fall off a cliff yep. like Evangelion does. But it's got so much good shit in it. You can't just let it go. You can't quit yeah. it, man. You just there's, like- too many, there's too many fun ideas there. And I'm not even going to say like novel or interesting because they're honestly shit that's been done again, mm-hmm. done before. Like, spoiler alert, everybody, watch Idion or watch our review of Idion where we talk about how much of Evangelion is a direct lift from Idion. Like most of it. It just is. It's now, basically. It's got a new rapper, but it's very say, similar. It's Idion with a really like slick new rapper, which there's nothing wrong with that. But. Nothing wrong with that. So much of, you know, anime and manga is that and it's fine. Nothing sticks to standard tropes like anime and manga do. Yeah. And you know what? It's fine. Fuck it works. It's man. fine. The execution matters. I keep being characters matter, right? And you know, Evangelion made lasting impressions because it was good, mm-hmm. right? Even if the ending was just a clusterfuck. It's funny because it was the ending, and then they're like, "No, no, no, we'll do the end of Evangelion. We'll do it right this time." And yeah, they did death that- and rebirth. So, because they always do that, right? They do the, like the compilation, and then like the first part, which was rebirth, right? Where. Yeah. You know, Asuka gets like eaten alive in the day by all the freaking uh, mass produced Avas from Seal. Yep. And I'm going off memory. This is a long time ago. Yeah, I watched it forever. And then, like, I remember this. The only thing I remember about the uh, end of Evangelion is like everybody turning into LCL because, like, I don't know, ghost freaking rays were attacking all of them. Yep. Um, and then, I don't know. Was it like him and Asuka sitting on the beach at the end? That was the very end. Like, Giant Ray exploded or something, and then, and they were just like he washed up. There. He washed up on the beach with Oscar, and I'm pretty sure he like jerked off on Oscar. It was very weird. Or at her on his hand in her general direction. Like, it was just like it was a lot of jacket. Oh no, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah, I like, know a lot of people love End of Evangelion and Rebirth, but 
Death I don't Rebirth. know why. Oh. It gave me the same... It was basically the same thing as the first one. It's just like... Uh, well, I mean, it's better executed than freaking, you know. I know picture book, but yes. <laughs> like Crayola. But man, just like fucking baby steps. <laughs> like, yeah. like, okay, you're actually animating it now, but it still blows. Now let's move on to the fucking movie. Well, I mean, as far back as 2002, Anna was like, nah, I got I to gotta try again. Hold on. Like, I got to do it again. Yep. And, you know, I can, I can sympathize. Like, you get a great idea. You know, it gets greenlit. But you're just not, it's not ready yet, man. It needs to bake a little. Well, it's like that, and his vision was probably too grandiose for the money he got. And, you know, if you were going to do, like, a really long-form series, like, back in the day, you know, you do your, like, 90-episode robot show, like, you got time to figure shit out. Oh, yeah. You work it out. It's fine. Even, like, a 30, 40, 50 episode, but now, you know, when it's only 24 to 26 episodes. Well, plus the 90s, like, you know, their economy tanked like everybody else's. So they weren't green. Evangelion was one of the things at some point, some people warned you as the thing that pulled the anime industry out of it. Oh gutter. yeah. Cause they were hurting. That's why yep. they weren't green lighting, you know, 50, you know, before that, every fucking ep- series was 52 episodes. So, you know, you had, like you said, you had plenty of time to like, you know, kind of get your groove in, you know, the first like 12, you could figure, episodes sh- you could figure some shit out. But yeah, like that, you know, he had no money. It is what it is. Well, he had money. He just ran out of money. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> he spent it all early on, which I get it because you got to come out hot. But then, well, man. I the game too is like if you come out hot and it gets good ratings, they give you more money. Too. Well, I mean, also you know, it's also a fault of the way they make a lot of anime. You know, it's not like they, it's not like they make the whole twenty six episode series and then release it. No, what happens? No, they make you know a certain amount of episodes. And then they're making it all the while that it's coming out. Oh yeah, every week. So it's just. Oh yeah, think about those eight crazy. million episode shonen shows that they're just constantly working oh, on. God. It's just like chunk, chunk, chunk. I'm sure chunk, there's. Chunk. I'm sure there's like, people are on their fourth generation of human in One Piece, where like, <laughs> right. my great great grandfather <laughs> worked on One Piece. <laughs> so true. Right, like he worked in the One Piece mines. <laughs> he animated Luffy's toe. Like yeah, it's just someday re- my kid's gonna work on one piece. <laughs> right. Oh my god, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So anyway, back on topic. Evangelion. So why the hell are we talking about it? Well, you know why we're talking about it because the because I finally got to see a reasonable the last movie ending. finally came out, and you had watched a couple of the movies before. And oh I, my god! And I I flat out refused to watch a single one of them until they were all out. I watched the first two thinking that they were just going to like keep rolling because the first two came out in reasonable succession. It's like you never knew Anno before. And Come then on. like uh, between the second and the third took so long, I just forgot about it. I'm like, I don't even care. It's just going to be another fucking Anno disaster. I have no faith in this man. And then I forgot about it. And then uh, you know what renewed my faith? I heard tale that it was coming out like, you know, what 2020 all this shit didn't actually renew my faith and Anno. you don't renew my faith in Anno. shin godzilla i was like hey he can actually do stuff hey he he can actually follow through now it was only a movie but he can actually follow through and tell a good complete story a reasonable ending let's see it let's see what he can do with ava and that made me more excited right so it wasn't that he couldn't finish it it was just that like would he he ever finish it but i mean he couldn't get he didn't. He's admitted he didn't even know how to properly end Evangelion. He just did not. He did not one, at the man. time. And I get it because when you just disappear down that esoteric rabbit hole, it's yeah. hard to figure out what the hell to Where do, do without go? doing a cheap reset ending. Ugh. A Stephen King ending. <laughs> An Orgus ending. Boom. Anyway, so after watching the movies, uh, you know it's interesting because like the first one is just a very sexy version of the first. You know, six, seven, eight episodes, whatever it, yeah, is. it is. The second one is still, it, it tracks with the series and it seems to be going in the same direction. But it veers. But then bit. it really veers, like, especially towards the end, it really veers off. And then once you get to three and four, it's like, when did this become some cross between Razafon and Diebuster? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which I'm not complaining about. I actually love the style change, but. It it's gets very so different. It's so jarring when you watch it back to back, though. You know, going from like the second episode is very stock Evangelion style animation, and then everything's well, and, like and very stock super Evangelion crazy, characters. Super yeah. 
the same style of animation, same style of characters. It's dour. It's just it, the, the tone is the same. Yeah. And then it just goes whoop. Yeah, like, what the fuck's going on? It, like, it's like I watched Idion, and then I watched Overman King Gainer. Yeah. To use a Tomino analogy. I don't know if it's quite that bad. Well, maybe not quite that bad. But you know what I mean? It's the same kind of idea where you just be like, you get whiplash. Like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, this the is ship crazy. And the, like, it's like, oh, you're going this direction where they have a crazy ship and they have to, like... They know. went so far into left field, I was like, they're going to reset it. I mean, redo's in the name. They got to reset it, like... There's no way they're going to follow through with this. And, and, and then God damn it, he did. And you know what? <laughs> know. I'm, kinda, I'm glad he stuck with it. Just to burn everybody. Okay. Yeah, I figured they were going to go like, I thought that like that third movie was going to happen. And then you'd go back and Shinji would be like still stuck in the Ava with the fucking Lance Alonges stuck through him. That like, would be the, that would be the stock. Thing that would be the, right. like, the stock fucking Evangelion thing to do. Oh, stock anime thing to do, right? How many times have they done something like that? True. I mean, plot, fuck, I mean, that's the Dallas thing to do. <laughs> right. so. JR, you're back. <laughs> no one knows who we're That's right, about. a dank Dallas reference. Go oh, look God. it up. Go ask your fucking parents. <laughs> I wasn't even old enough to really be watching that, so. Uh, me neither. That's just. Uh, Listen, in the 80s, that was like literally the biggest thing that, that was happened. Like, fuck the fall of communism. Fuck the Berlin Wall. Like, yeah, it was 90, but still. It was who like, shot JR? Yeah, it was like, who shot JR? And then, you know, it was all a dream. <laughs> Anyway, same idea. Yeah, basically. <laughs> same idea, but then it didn't. He didn't do it. He followed all the way through. Yeah, I, I appreciate of, that. I was kind of amazed. So you know, I I love the animation style. I like the character growth they did with Shinji. I like that it was something fucking different. I like that it was something different, and but I it, liked it. But it still resolved in a similar way. It still tracked, especially once they got to like the alternate, the the undimension, whatever the hell it was called. Yeah, I don't remember. The, not the mirror universe. I don't know. It had a different name, but, um, you know, whether, so here's the first query. What is more esoteric in nature, this or freaking index, which one had more esoteric, like Kabbalah bullshit in it? Oh, I have no idea. Index gets so deep. Index gets really deep. I'm going to say probably index. Index gets deep to the point where you have to like, oh God, it's a certain magic so index, hard to even keep up. Like a lot of that shit doesn't make any sense unless you like look up. Like, oh, okay, now I understand. Yeah, I get it. Like, somebody's been reading there fucking like ridiculous. I'm sorry, I didn't books. just read like the Book of the Law yesterday. Like, <laughs> yeah, hold right. on, let me get fucking Aleister Crowley's Ghost on speed dial so I understand <laughs> what the fuck is going on. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, this made a little more sense, but it's still had a lot of that. It's definitely got a lot of that. They got really of, esoteric magic influence. Yeah, that and they got rid of like a lot of the Christian like allegories towards the end. It's def it's there, but it's more the like Kabbalah and not yeah, you know, it's like Jewish mysticism instead of straight up just Christianity. That is very true. Right. So it really veered into the mystic stuff. And you know what the fuck else? It also veered directly into fucking Razafon. <laughs> I don't want to bring this up, but <laughs> so Time what was it? Time is a flat circle. Yep. Like everyone used to bitch, man. Yeah. When Razafon came out, everyone was like, "That's an Evangelion ripoff." Blah 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 blah. Like, yeah, and it was. It just. It Izabuchi at the time said it was inspired by, it, and he's he's total bros with freaking Ano. So yeah, but I mean, it was basically how Evangelion should have ended, like Plus, the whole time. How dare you? How dare you? Have not have you not seen Yutaka Izabuchi's mecha designs? That man could do no wrong. <laughs> yeah, man, he's a god. But anyway, Evangelion turned into a genre. Pretty much. I mean, the fucking there were a lot of early two like, thousand ripoffs of it. Like it became a genre. Like I mean, look at like, Fafner, like all those shows. Those Ar are just Argento all... Soma a little bit like that. Yes, they all were Argento yeah. Soma, Fafner, all, like all of them. The entire early two thousands was a hundred percent like Evangelion ripoffs. I'll take that too. over a million Isekai shows, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the other one I was bitching about? Oh, Slice of Life shows. <laughs> yeah, Slice of Life shows. Uh, I'll take it. Kind of We're about life, due for a turn. Though. We are. We are. I don't know what the next thing will but be. But anyway. I'm all about spirit detective shows. Then Izabuchi came into the scene, and he made fucking Razafon. And a lot of people, it wasn't their jam, right? And I fucking loved it. It's still one of my favorite shows. It's a masterpiece. And I mean, it's it's more of a retelling of Radine than it is Ava. It's but got it's, Ava influences. It's a but. retelling of Ray Dean done in the style of Evangelion. Yeah, that's kind of the way to put it. Which is why I say Evangelion became a yep. genre, because it's just a style at that point. You and know then, I mean? 
almost 20 years later, 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 bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> almost 20 years later, freaking, uh, I got Ava stuck in the brain. Um, freaking Otto comes in and goes, ah, fuck, how am I going to end this? <laughs> hey, Buchan, <laughs> tell me how I'm going to end this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Razafon. I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to do that. You should do that. And, and I mean, some of the scenes are scene for scene. And like, you called it. Go back and look. You called it immediately in the third movie because it had that same feeling. Oh, yeah. Just when um, when Shinji, like they pull it, like they bring him back from space and they like, you know, everything's different and weird and everybody's an asshole that won't tell him anything. And they're just like, shut up and sit in your fucking room. That's exactly what they did to what's his face when they pulled him out of Tokyo Jupiter. Like same exact feel, like no information, no like anything. Yeah, and it was just like, you could solve this problem by just, it's not going to hurt you to give him the information. Like, yeah, you might not be sure that he's still human or whatever, but you could just tell him what the fuck is going on. I mean, it's not going to hurt anything. But exact same thing. Sat in the, uh, when he's playing the piano with Kaoru. Oh, yeah. That was very Razafon. That was straight Razafon. And I mean, if you want to get deep, that fucking last scene. That last scene was literally the last scene of Razavan. Like, oh no, fucking, no, 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 no. Exactly. We're, we're only talking about the third episode, the third movie here. Yeah, but I mean, like, I didn't even talk about the fourth fucking, movie. Yeah, if you need more fucking evidence, because like. the fourth movie is straight up, like the way it all resolves is not just the ending, but like the way it resolves. Everything, yeah, straight up Razavan. Hundred percent Razavan. Oh, time to retune the world and make it the way I want to make it. It's exactly what Shinji did. Yep. Same thing. He is now the Olin, mm-hmm, right? Like with a ah. A more iconic mecha design, but I'm not going to say it's cooler because I really like Razafon's design. Shinji needs more Quan. But Ava Unit 1 is very... Uh, Quan is a better Ray. I know I'm going to get crucified for that, but... She's got better thighs. <sighs> Someone cared, man. Someone Someone's, really cared at Quan's character design. Cared. They spent like hours and hours designing those thighs. Plus she was... I don't know. Less weird. <laughs> Which, she's pretty weird, but it's hard to be weirder than Ray. She was way lower maintenance. Way lower maintenance. Um, well, oh, especially, well, except at the end when you got to change your diapers. Um, <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. Uh, watch Razafon because you, you'll understand. So, Give it another chance, man. Yeah, so this is a quasi-recommendation. Like They just released it on Blu-ray, so now's the time. Like If you liked Evangelion, the, the redos, or rebuild, that's the right words. Yep. The rebuild of Evangelion, you especially liked the way they resolved it, and you liked the ending, you liked that last movie. Go watch Razafon. Because it's not the same thing. It's like it's not the same. Thing. It's not exactly the same. It's got a lot of the same themes. It's got a lot of the same stuff. It's just funny. It came full circle. Like the show that was so heavily inspired by Evangelion, because it was. Oh, definitely. Came full circle. Now, again, as I said before, a lot of Evangelion was a lift out of Idion. So a lot of these themes, if you go watch all the old super robot shows back in the 70s and 80s, guess what? A lot of the same themes, like they explore a lot of the same Why stuff. Why do you think I bitched so much about like people who like write and talk and review anime know nothing? Like that is the ultimate blind spot, like the 70s super robot era. And it's like, it's literally the cornerstone of modern anime. Like so much shit gets lifted. Yeah, out people there. dismiss like, so much of it because it is, they yeah, think it's, it's, it's just a mecha. A lot of it's corny monster of the week, but, but like a lot of those tropes, man. But much like, like, much like sci-fi in the West. Sci-fi is often used to explore deeper topics that they don't explore in other genres. Absolutely. Right? And that's what those mecha anime shows were. Oh, absolutely. Like, 80s Japan, if this... Okay, there's there's some, like... um, Not cyber noir, but, like, uh, cyberpunk, I yeah. guess would be the right word, stuff. But most of it was mecha. Most oh, of no, it was right. mecha. Most of that sci-fi-ish stuff was mecha. And, uh, yeah, regardless... Coming back full circle again. Love the love the rebuild movies. Definitely check them out. They're on Amazon Prime right now. All of them for free. After 20 years of waiting, I'm satisfied. They got subtitles in about eight trillion languages. It was ridiculous, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, uh, they kind of they even redubbed them. So if you want to watch them dubbed, you you, you got to redub. Like they did everything. Yeah, they brought back everybody. Right. So check them out. They're good. They are good. Um, I liked them, and and you know if you don't watch a ton of anime, you I liked like them. them a lot, and I was always kind of a Evangelion critic. Yes, I always had it. Like I always loved the idea of Evangelion. I always loved the designs. I got plenty of freaking 
figures of Avas because they're awesome. But uh, toys. it's a great idea. It's got too many great ideas to be bad. It's just it had its issues, and it's. I'm glad Anno got to finish it. Yeah, I'm glad it was finished in a satisfying way, even if it is 90 percent lift at the end of Rosafon. But I like Rosafon so much, it works for me. But that was the point. That's like the reason I liked Rosafon so much is because like, hey, this is how Evangelion should end it. So. Yeah, and there you go. Anyway, I think we've I think we've talked enough about uh, Evangelion. So uh, let's move on to our next topic, and it's another adaptation related topic. So let's have a little chat about the. Uh, the topic of live action adaptations of anime and manga and you know why does it so <laughs> often then, go wrong and disastrous and, results yeah pretty much i for one generally hate them except for that one so kenshin so you know the one besides besides Roroni kenshin which i think those those adaptations are pretty damn good so good man um and all you know all you need is kill but that's more of a book adaptation but yeah. you know edge of tomorrow was pretty decent you know regardless of what you think about tom cruise i know as much as i wanted to hate it i just couldn't it's pretty damn good but they go wrong so often and you know in a lot of cases i get it because they don't have the budget they need they don't have the time they need like, i just don't know why they bother that's the thing that's weird like i get it as i guess they're just cheap enough so they just don't care they fucking never make money they don't seem to. I mean, maybe if it's like playing on cable, like you know, twenty years. They don't later, make money over like, here. I mean, maybe they they gotta be doing something for Japan. Like they gotta be making just enough money over there to be worth it. I mean, they keep doing them. No, but the Japanese ones probably make money in Japan. But like the American ones, they never make money here, like yeah. ever. And I don't think they make money in Japan either because Japan oh, usually makes fun of them. I, I'm I'm forgetting one here. Battle Angel. Awesome. Go watch it yesterday. I don't care what anyone says. That movie we'll, is fucking We'll do perfect. a full review on that at some point because I love that oh, movie. Oh, we should because it's so fucking good. And even... It's it, such a perfect adaptation of the manga. Ghost like. in the Shell. I know a lot of people didn't like the movie. It got 80% of the way there. Yeah, it was really close. Battle Angel got there. It did. So it can be done, but I mean, Battle Angel cost a goddamn fortune. So did Ghost in the Shell. Scar Joe was just too short and meaty for that. I mean, Yeah. She was supposed to I mean, be I'm like, never going to complain about ScarJo running around in a skin-tight bodysuit. Like, but I just want somebody like she's not built like the major. The major, taller, a little lanky. I was going to say the major is is she's athletic. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. in most of the animated stuff, right? In the original manga, she isn't built like that as such. Yeah, it's true. Right? She's more doll-like. She's more like um, Alita almost. You know what I mean? You she's, know, she's not. She's not thick. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're right. Not that I'm bitching, but... I mean, I don't think Shiro would have complained. No, not at all. I'm just a whore for casting. Like, it drives me nuts yeah. when they don't even try. Yeah, and the weird... I don't know. The weird anglicizing it a little bit where it was totally unnecessary. Like, she's Matoko Kusanagi. Like, that's a very Japanese name. Yes. You just kept her Japanese. Like, Bato, not necessarily Japanese. Like, you know, whatever. Mm. Anyway, um... Yeah, adaptations. I don't know why. You know, you see so many of them on Netflix. I mean, the Death Note one is infamously bad. <laughs> um, there's a Bleach uh, one out there. Fumetal yeah. Alchemist. Like, <clears throat> they're, they're just not good. Like, I don't get it. I wish they'd stick to more, like, fun tokusatsu stuff. Like, you know, go do uh, Hokkaido. Like, that's a good time. Oh, my God, yes. I want to mechanically I just don't know something. why Hollywood even touches it. Like with well, their, I mean, with their death touch, Hollywood ruins everything, right? That's what they do. But I mean, like they don't—they've never done it successfully. But they just keep trying. Like they're just the entire America entertainment industry just keeps like fucking dick riding Japan because they're out of ideas. Like, oh, they're so out of ideas. I mean, granted, Japan has better ideas, but Hollywood has no ability to execute them. No. Well, I mean, look at what, what was I bitch about before? Uh, oh, that fucking show. Um. Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Like, the pictures came out of the cast. I mean, I like all those actors. I'm not being an asshole. Like, John Chow's great. But, or John Cho, sorry. Why the fuck would you make, like... Spike Spiegel, Spike Spiegel is Spiegel is a fucking white guy. Sorry, but he's just a tall, lanky white guy. And if you're going to make him Asian, make him Japanese. Like, that's the point of being woke. He's supposed to be, like, the... 
Yeah. You know, well, make him tall and lanky. But like you made He's him, you made him like a fucking five foot eight Korean guy. <laughs> like that just makes no sense it's from casting. any angle. And I mean, I love that guy. He's been a ton of great movies. He's a good actor. I'm not shitting on him at all. But he just does not work at all. It looks goofy. Well, we we're written about less sexy Faye. Faye looks like my mom in 1995. <laughs> like it's just not and like does nothing for me. Yeah, I mean, and I I'm not shitting on the actress at all. I, I don't just, have. Anywhere near they as much. They dressed of, her in these I, like old, like see, fucking old mom clothes. I don't have like, any issue with the costume except that it's ill-fitting. Like that's the problem though. It's it's, like, it's frumpy because it's ill-fitting. And they I'm not took saying, her costume and they but, made it like big and frumpy. But I don't expect it to be exact. If you did that, that costume is a stripper outfit. You couldn't do that exact costume live action without it just being ridiculous you could get close though you could and be... she's a skeezer she's supposed to be well no but that's like... that's my point it could at least look like it should it could at least be properly fitting and a little you should see some cleavage for fuck's sake she's supposed to be skanky like that's a yes. deal yeah that's that's how she gets by right like exactly that's the entire point point. and like that chick ain't getting by with any of that so i think nonsense, my so. i think my point on that one is that the the there's a happy medium there and they they fucked it up yeah they I fucked it up i've seen so many good cosplays at conventions of all those characters it would be like a million times better oh yeah so i mean come on man you guys didn't even try and i don't expect it to be exact it's kind of too bad because like the sets and everything look pretty cool yeah i mean look like I, it had potential i'll give anything a chance it's just i don't i'm not holding out any hope nah i never did i'm biased i hate live action remakes of anything so speaking of the, speaking of which so this isn't a remake thing but this segues perfectly right into you know, another animation topic that isn't Japanese related. Why the hell is it that the animated wing of DC that does the animated movies, and they're not all good, but, but can get damn, it so much closer so much closer to right than Hollywood? I have no idea why, like, in retrospect, like, the fucking DC animated universe is so tight. Like, not every single movie is good, but they do a million of them. And they're, like, the fucking DC Dark or whatever. Like, the ones with... Oh, um, Justice League Dark. Oh, Justice League Dark. Like, those are so good. Like, they got all the characters super spot on. Like, there's no bullshit. I mean, they're doing direct adaptations of the comics, so don't get me wrong. I mean, they're not 100%, but they're pretty They're pretty close. And I know people like to whine and bitch about them, but come on. Look at it from the outside. They're pretty damn Compared good. Compared to anything else. like They're pretty damn nitpick. good. I mean, Jesus. And they just, you know, it's like Hollywood can't leave well enough alone. Like, you have so many fucking good stories to draw. And, and DC has no excuse, right? Because Iron Man came out in 2008, right? Mm. And Marvel, eight, yeah. Marvel had already started ramping up. And Avengers is, I think, 2012. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I get it. Man of Steel came out in 2013. But they went with this dark vision, which is fine. You can go darker with DC. And I, I actually think that was a smart instinct to have. Right, like, don't try to make everything so bright and flashy like Marvel. Do something a little different. But you can't do it Zack Snyder, dingy Zack Snyder. I'm going to fucking take five hours to tell a goddamn story. <laughs> to tell a story about a napkin that got dropped. <laughs> and, and start with Superman. That Zack Snyder is never going to do Superman right. He nah. just is incapable of it. He doesn't do a lot of things right. He's very good at like one specific thing, but that's like a very Batman. narrow field. He could do like, Batman fine, right? Yes. I he could do Batman. He could probably do Green Lantern, right? He could probably do um he could probably even get away with Flash or something, but Superman? What? Superman's hard to nail, right? I know. And he just not he is not capable well, of I mean it. the animated one's so good. Like even Superman like the old Superman series that was on around the same time. As, oh, the 90s uh, Superman. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Same time as Batman. Like, man, so good. Like probably the best iteration of Superman I can even remember. Yeah. Cause they just stuck to, and like they skipped all the junk from the comics and they just stuck to like the main stuff. You have like, 60, 70, 80, a hundred years with Superman, like a hundred years of freaking comics to play off yeah, of. That's like, wild. Superman's so fucking old. I don't think it's quite a hundred, but it's close. Like of that idea is like so basic. And so like, it just goes forever. Yeah, and it's just... You have so much to draw on. You have the ability to make good things, but Hollywood just can't get shit right. I know. And, you know, people loved Wonder Woman. You watch Wonder Woman, you're like, yeah, you like it because they got a couple things right, but 
It's still it's trash. still not great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's still trash compared to like I don't know your basic like shitty eighties action movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just it's not very tight. The endings always fall apart in DC movies. They always turn into like ridiculous CG shit fests. Yeah, for no reason. Like, which I mean, the new Suicide Squad movie did a good job of not doing that, and it didn't make any fucking money. They've burned us too many times. Yeah, that's I, what I think. I don't think no anything's crack. making money in the theater ever again. Uh, maybe not ever again. Hey man, Godzilla made a lot of goddamn money. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't think a lot of stuff is going to make money just because, like DC and Marvel, really, yeah. just because they they burn, burn people too so many, many times. times. Like it's too much, and people are kind of burned out on superheroes. I, I think it's I just, am. I'm kind of sick of the much. whole thing. Right, like I could pick and choose, but oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Regardless, DC, if you want to get back on track. You'd be smart to one. You know what? Ditch the movies and all the money. Do series on HBO Max yeah. that spend a medium amount of money, right? So more than Doom Patrol, because I like Doom Patrol, but you can spend more money than Doom Patrol to do them a little fancier. Make it better than freaking Titans, please. Please. Like, you know, you can have Black Starfire just paint her orange a little bit, please, because, you know, she's an alien and that would be nice. Um,. Give her that Cheeto man tan. Spend a little bit of money on makeup. You know, I know they only did that because they're cheap. Like, I'm not even going to blame Woke on that. Like, they're just cheap. <laughs> they were damn we money. can't find And they, don't, they probably don't want to pay, like, a CG guy to freaking, like, yeah, you know, digitally make her orange, right? Um, Regardless, do series and hire everybody that did the fucking animated stuff because it was way better. Yeah, or it was just learn from what they did. Just like lift all the good stuff from the comics. Simpler exactly stories. How they did. Look how good Joker was because it was a simple story. Yeah, that's true. It's not overly complex. Mm-hmm. So that's why that Suicide Squad worked. It's a simple story. It's because like stop jamming complications into the third act. Like learn basic fucking narrative structure. I'm entire, not even a good writer. Knock it off. The entire DC universe is small PP energy because Marvel like just outdid them so hard. So they're never going to get over that. Like, you just have to restart and just call it a day. Yeah. And, and just, you're, you're better off in series form, just not CW cheap series form. You have HBO Max. You can do premium series. You could do 10 episodes, 8 episodes, whatever. Don't make the Marvel mistake of making everything 13 episodes and then it drags for 3 to 5. That's awful. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, anyway, that's my thoughts. You got any last thoughts on live action adaptations? No. Except My Hero Academia is going to suck. The end. Concur. <laughs> anyway, we don't have a ton of time left. We better get down on some of that. Let's get down on some F91. Some F91, son. We got as much time as we need to talk about F91. Yeah. So we got... I'm an adult. I have as much time as I want. The classic, and I will call it a classic movie, F91. So this was supposed to be a full-blown 50-something episode series, classic Gundam style, and... It just had production issues. And after they had written the thir- first 13 episodes, they said, well, shit, we're not going to do a series. Let's take what we got, condense it down to a movie, and just release a movie. So what you got is one two-hour movie. It's a pretty goddamn good movie. And it's, you know what? Because it cuts out a lot of the fluff, it's pretty damn good. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I almost like it better. Well, in, in There's the- stuff I want like later on. I'm like, oh, man, I wish like these threads had gotten like pulled a little harder. But like other than that, it's pretty tight. There's a lot. Of, but I mean, a lot of those threads could have got pulled harder if they did a trilogy of movies or something. Right. Like it's just like the original Gundam movie trilogy where you could condense down the whole series into three movies. Yeah. There is a lot of fluff in Gundam. It's something you live with when you watch 50 episode series. This cut all cut it all out. It was great. And I would fucking watch it just for the fucking mobile suit designs. Oh, the, God, they're my favorite. Uh, what's that? What's that? Who's the god of Mecha, <laughs> Mecha <laughs> Designs? <laughs> it's our boy again, Yutaka Izbuchi. Oh, God, he's so fucking good. Awesome Goggles, fucking everywhere. Goggles everywhere. Goggles <laughs> everywhere. And freaking, uh, I know was on some of it. And then what's his name? Um, Nagano? No. Oh, Jesus Christ. The damn guy who designs all the Gundam stuff, and now I can't remember his name, and I'm going to get crucified for not being able to remember his name. Whatever. But uh, Everybody knows. Yoshiki Tamino keeps coming to my head. It's not Tamino. He ain't designing Gundam. He's writing Gundam and directing Gundam all day, every day. Regardless, some of my favorite designs of any robot ever. They're just so fucking good. Yes. Excellent. So F-91 is late UC. So it's Universal Century. It's not one of the... Alternative ones, it is in the same timeline as original Gundam. 
That's what it is. But original Gundam is in the year 0079. 79. F91 is in the year 0123. That's a long time. So it's 43 years, 44 years after the original Gundam. Um, so it's on a colony out in, out beyond the moon, looks like. So it's on a frontier colony. Yeah. Actually, it's two colonies that are together. Um, and it's hilarious that it's a frontier colony and everybody dresses like a fucking cowboy. Everybody does no dress reason. like a cowboy. <laughs> so, I mean, it starts off pretty hot. You know, you got a, the crossbone vanguard. You know, they look kind of like space pirates. Invade the colony. And they're looking for Barrarona, who's the heir to the Rona dynasty, right? Like, So they're starting to get, get into, like, aristocracy again, you yeah, know? Yeah, like victory tier shit. Yeah, which, I mean... You know, you had that with the Principality of Zeon, too, right? So yep. it's something that happens in Gundam. So anyway, they're looking for her. They find her. You know, you got, you got your boy Seabook, who's the uh, pilot of the They find her. She's been living in the colony, like... Yep, as Cecily Fairchild. Yeah, on the sneak, because her mom was married to, like... Iron Mask, the main yeah, bad guy. Her mom is, like, aristocracy. But she's Who's ridiculous. Out. He's like space incel. Like <laughs> he is space incel. <laughs> he is. And I mean that in the true sense of the word. Like yeah. not in the leftist sense of the word. Like he's like space incel. Like he was such a knob that Cecily's mom like left him and went and hid with her, like on some colony and married some other dude that's just some like oh, yeah. baker or whatever. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Iron Mask got cucked hard. <laughs> and now he's like so filled with incel butt rage that he wears this ridiculous mask all the time. Yep. And, and he wants to like he's decided he needs to purge like all of humanity <laughs> that's like extraneous oh, man they bitch about incels now can you imagine like yeah, dear god that's some serious like but, incel uh, savagery so anyway freaking seabook who's the actual main character and cecily's friend from childhood right um falls in with the uh god the shitty remnants of the federation so they have like a, yeah, a test ship like a training so ship yeah. a space the space arc this training ship that's out there just doing exercises and it's got like you know trainees on it, and the the Federation's grown weak. They still have mobile suits from um, Shars Counterattack, which was like I think 0097. Yeah. Or no, 0093. Sorry, I'm thinking a unicorn. So 0093. So you know they have mobile suits that are now junk. Yeah, like 30 years old. And in Gundam time frames, good God, they may as well be 100 years old, right? Like. They're bigger, they're crappier. Like the whole thing now is smaller mobile suits are cool. It's like driving police cars from the eighties. Yeah, like you and have like your giant to, and try to chase down a modern car. Exactly. You have your giant Caprice police car from the eighties <laughs> and you know, some guy's in a brand new Ferrari and he's just kicking, you know, he's, you have no chance. Exactly. No chance. Um so anyway, they come in, they find Cecily slash Barrona, they take her out of there. And uh like I said, Seabook falls in with the this training ship. This training ship happens to have a prototype mobile suit on it that happens to look exactly like a Gundam. So, it's a Gundam, and and Seabook's mom happened to make it. I was gonna say, who made that mobile suit? Oh yeah, his mommy made the mobile suit. It's the first. It's the first instance of a bad mom in Gundam. It's always a bad dad that designs the mobile suit yeah, and abandons yeah, right. his kids. This time it's a bad mom who designs a mobile suit. Yeah, his dad is actually kids. pretty based. Yeah, man. He's just like living in the colony, took a job as a welder, takes care of his kids. Yep. I mean, dad's supposed to. It doesn't turn out so hot. So anyway, um, ends up that uh, the, like we said before, Iron Man's going to try to kill everybody. He, he runs a test on the colonies of his bugs, which are horrible remote weapons that are just going to murder the crap. They, like, cut you in half. They blow up. They shoot lasers at you. They do all They're sorts like of horrible things. They're like discs with teeth on them that shoot lasers. They look like an old G.I. Joe toy. They do look like an old G.I. Joe toy. Um, but they they mess stuff up, right? The whole idea is they'll precision kill everybody without, like, nuking the planet or doing harm. Yeah, to like, the they planet. only attack humans, apparently, was their thing. That's what it looked like. Oh, I think there's some dogs dead in there somewhere. Well, but, whatever. Poor dogs. Um they only kill living things. They're not going to blow up all the countryside, yes. even though some of them do explode. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Cecily slash Barra ends up piloting a mobile suit. Seabook piloting his mommy's mobile suit, which is the F-91, which is my favorite mobile suit design. Well, my favorite Gundam design, at least. Probably ever. Uh, it's hard it's to top it. It's so sexy. Those VSBRs in the back. like oh, oh, It just looks so cool. It's so badass. And uh, they end up hooking back up, and then they have to go stop. Um 
Cecily Sashbera's father, who is Iron Mask, from killing everything. And he's got this ridiculous mobile armor that looks kind of like a space vagina with tentacles. It's a space flower vagina. The Reflegia. Yeah. Um, and that's F91. You know, there's, there's stuff that happens in there. It Again, it's kind of a simple story. It's not overly complex. There's a lot of little plot for, plot threads you can pull on. Um, listen to this. Listen to this. Someone can't mute his damn phone. Whatever. Um, so, see, you got me all off track now. So anyway, they got to go defeat him. There's a lot of plot threads. Maybe they carry through to Crossbone Gundam, which is one of the most popular uh, mangas of all time that has not been brought over here yet. Why would be very nice. they not fucking animate Or just animate it, it I know. Hopefully so with Hathaway, good. they'll go and do that. I've so. read the manga like five times. Anyway, wh- what did you like about it? What didn't I like about it? Like I said, fucking mecha porn. It's got yep. some of my... I shouldn't say some of It's got all my favorite Gundam designs. Like... The side of the comfort. Yes, basically. I mean, the F-91's amazing. All the Crossbone Vanguard mechs are, like, amazing. I can never remember the names of them because they're only in this series. Yeah, they're in, like, nothing else. Dean and Zons, Dean and, Dean and Gaze. I actually and liked I liked the series a little bit better. Well, I liked the movie a little bit better because it was a movie. It was super tight. Yep. Like, there was no, like, Gundam dicky around. Because when you get 52 episodes, there's always, like, wasted oh, episodes. God. It's like, oh, another sortie where nothing happens. Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or your favorite character dies. <laughs> your favorite side character dies. Whatever. Yeah. Classic shit. But, um... That was just good. It was tight. Seabook's an awesome main character. Yep. Cecily was not a bitch. Like, no, she was cool. You know, she's consi- ride or die. Yeah, like, but like considering she like kind of switched sides, like she, you know, she did what she had to do because she got captured pretty much. Yeah, like, she had to deal with her crazy fucking asshole father and like uh, Zabine. Zabine is pretty awesome. Yeah, Zabine. <laughs> Zabine is hilarious. Like, like he's not. He's a dick, but he's not a dick. But I don't know. He's just a good character. I don't know. It's pretty solid. Seabook's dad wasn't a complete piece of shit like every other dad in Gundam. No, <laughs> like no. he was pretty bad. And he gets rewarded richly for that. Um, yeah, right. I yeah, I just I all love the, the style all, of it. It it like doubles down on fucking Gundam kids. There's like a million of them, and they're well, all pretty good. Yeah, but it's a different style of Gundam kid because a lot of them aren't as young. Yeah, they're not annoying either. Um, I, I love that it's bridging the gap. Like, I as they do like Hathaway. Now they're getting closer to F91. I'm really hoping they just keep going that way. Uh, I think they will because fucking Hathaway is like, like super popular. Give me Formula 90. Give me yes. Give me more of F91. I would love to see a sequel movie or two. All the materials there. I mean, there's like you know right the because this, shit of all that's that the stuff. only my only real bitch is this doesn't really resolve, right? No. Like it resolves the immediate story. No, but you got to get into Crossroads Bank. Crossbone Vanguard. Or Crossbone Gundam. But or I mean, Crossbone there's Gundam, a bunch sorry. between this and Crossbone Gundam. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that they it would be nice to see animated. Like, Oh, definitely. You know, all, what are they going to do against the Crossbone Vanguard now? I just like, really... Now the Zabine is in charge. Is he even evil anymore? What are they doing? I don't know. Does he still have an eye patch? Uh, the world may never know. I'm sure he's got some secret <laughs> powered eye under there or something. Yeah, that's how it better have works. a motherfucking laser eye. But anyway... I hope that Hathaway being as popular as it is paves the way for them to do more of those, like, in between, you know, just keep trucking on that timeline, like, further. Because eventually you're going to get to the shit I really want to see. Yep. So. so, yeah, I mean, great animation. Um, You know, Tamino did it, but it doesn't, it's not very Tamino. Like, it it's very have, tight. It didn't have time to be Tamino. Yeah. Because you only get Tamino when there's dawdling. Yeah, you're not wrong. Maybe that's why, uh, um, King Ganner is so much better. Um, there was no completely insane female characters either. No, nah, everybody's pretty reasonable. What was Tumino Aunt, loves crazy Aunt women. Anne Marie, was that her name? Anne Marie, yeah. Anne Marie, yeah. She was probably the only even close to like. Yeah, she was a little. She had that little craziness going on with uh, Zabine. Yeah. But uh, how dare you like that other chick more than how me? How dare you? I'm going to murder you. We'll <laughs> die together. Like, okay. Oh, that's a very Gundam thing going on right now. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much it. And you didn't have to put up with too much of it because, you know, it was only a two-hour movie. Yeah, it's it's solid, man. I like it. And it's it's disconnected. Like, if you watched other Gundam, you'll like it. But it's disconnected. Like, you could watch it at any time. You don't have to, like... I was just going to say that. Watch everything to catch up to it. It's fun to rewatch just because it's like... Yeah, I've rewatched it God, a dozen times just because it's standalone. 
Like you don't, it's Gundam, but you don't really need to know a ton about other Gundam to watch it. It's only two you could watch hours, it by itself, like, and it would be fine. Oh yeah, I mean, just as a regular movie, because they kind of give you enough. Yeah, it's fine. Exposition. It's so disconnected from the rest of Gundam. Like they're not talking about Zeon. They're not talking about. I mean, the Federation's there, but it's just they're the quote unquote good guys, even though they're you know kind of not because they're assholes. Especially Man, that guy shooting holes through the colony. When has the Federation ever been the good guys? Yeah, right. Quote, that, and that's that's a classic Gundam trope, true, right? Like no one's ever really the good one. One side is typically like enough worse that you know that they're the bad guys <laughs> yeah. but no one's it's like the federation was never good but they never fucking gassed colonies and flung them in earth in yeah there, so, exactly you know exactly although the titans were really bad and they were a piece of that so i don't know well we won't talk about zeta gundam today um yeah f91 man watch it and with that we conclude another episode of the gaijin animation appreciation hour until next week, we're out. Peace. Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe, and may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining.